Hello, Real Nerds listeners. Once again, it's an exciting interview from our time spent at Denver Comic-Con 2013. Enjoy. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast. We're with some guy. Just kidding. Hi, this is the jerk weed that just delivered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just no, met no, Peter no. Mayhew for 10 bucks. Hey. Yeah, woo! Yes! Uh, welcome Aim. to Real Nerds Podcast, Denver Comic-Con 2013. Yahoo! Uh, so much fun. Oh, We're actually man. sitting down with Robert. And Robert, you reached out to us on Twitter. You're our first official scheduled interview. So thanks for reaching out to us again. Hey, no problem. My pleasure. I mean, we had a blast talking last year at Denver Comic Con, and who am I to break tradition? You know? Right? You have to keep it going. And I'm going to point out, uh, people on the radio can't see this, but uh, your shirt is awesome. Oh, my God. I was going to bring up the shirt, no. too. It's a hybrid Army of Darkness Earthworm Gym shirt. I'm hoping to run into Doug Tenable today while I wear this. Yeah. Well, he's right over there at his table. I'm hoping to get him on the radio. Yeah, you should. Talk to him about um, Armacrog. He's doing some new Kickstarter project that's uh, in the same vein as Skull Monkeys. So. Very cool. Very cool. Man, yep. I loved Earthworm Jim back in the day. Oh, yeah. You know, so nothing beats an old school classic. Yeah, really. exactly. Mm-hmm. Man. So we're a year older, a year wiser, maybe. Well, um, older. Older. <laughs> Robert, refresh our guests what you do. Our, our guests, our listeners, what you do and um, what you're well, doing here. I'm a freelance journalist. Uh, I'm covering the event this year for GamerHub.TV. We do a lot of video interviews. We do a lot of reviews, specials, stuff like 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 just the other day, I did a special talking about like five of the biggest problems with the Super Mario Brothers movie because it's 20 years <laughs> old yesterday. How'd you... And how did you get it like, down to five? How, I know. How did we get it down to five? It was amazing. Brad is an apologist for that movie. <laughs> did you just divide the movie up into five sequences like, and say, see, like, this one's what shit? What didn't go wrong with the movie? Let's yeah. see. Let's talk about how you use rocket boots, and yet you look whole fly, like, the whole time you fly perfectly vertically. <laughs> like, even, like, Robert Downey Jr. proved that if you have propulsion, it's going to be a struggle. But not, not for John Leguizamo. He just... Floats. <laughs> Where he just shifts his weight. And, and Luigi? Why, why is Leguizamo, like, Luigi? He's, uh, he's not, uh, it's a dude, right? Why does he get the girl? Mario gets screwed. Again! It's ridiculous. That movie's really bad. That's the only time... I shouldn't say this on the internet, but who cares? It's the only time I've, I've thrown up while drunk, and it was... I really don't think it was because I drank too much. I think it was because I watched that movie. See, for me, it was The Specialist, and that was for completely different reasons. So. <laughs> Is it because of uh, Sharon Stone? Sharon Stone pretty much, say, yeah. Her yeah. You know, around that time, remember in those movies, she was always in them, and she was just, like, naked, and she was horrible in them? And, yeah. And that was one of them. Uh, you know, a lot like, uh, was that Michael Crichton Basic movie Instinct. That she, no. Oh. It Basic was, Instinct uh, 2? <laughs> no, after Basic Instinct, she did. Sphere. Sphere oh, thank you. Yeah. Sliver. Way to go, Brad. And, and Sliver with, oh, with Adam Barrowing. <laughs> one of the lesser Baldwin's. So what, uh, what exactly are you covering here? Are you covering whatever you want? Um, pretty much, yeah. I'm just... This weekend, I'm just meeting with celebrities. Like I said, I just met Peter Mayhew like a few minutes ago. Cool. It's a blast to meet a legend and not have to wait in line two hours. You yeah. Know? yeah. Uh, for those of listening who don't know who he is, shame on you. That's Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah. really. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm just coasting around the floor today and tomorrow, get a chance to talk to celebrities. I'm going to talk to Felicia Day, Kelly Who. It's just, it's going to be awesome. a really awesome day. Do you know then, Kelly Who's first movie? Oh, gosh. All I remember her is is later Death Strike and X Men, and of course, uh, you know, in Teenage Mutant Ninja. Jump, you jump me to blow your mind. Blow my mind. Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Jason takes Manhattan. That, that does blow my mind. <laughs> I, I really wanted to do her panel, uh-huh. and because I'm doing Aaron Gray's panel, and I really wanted to do like a Friday the Thirteenth reunion show from like the lesser known Friday the Thirteenth. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're they're both going to be like, wait, I was on Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Good that's for almost, you. That's almost as mind blowing as uh, finding out Paul Rudd was in Halloween Six. Yeah. He is. Oh, wow. He's a boyfriend. He gets killed. <laughs> Man. But you don't see him getting killed. I, I guess that movie, there's he tons just, that's he, yeah, it's, uh, cut out. You like, know. you see from across the way. Isn't <laughs> it sad that I've seen all those? You a mile away, just like something's wrong. 
So what uh, what big games are, are you covering? Any games here? Is there? Um, I don't think there are any major. I mean, the thing is, I know they're going to be. They got the rock band thing over here. They got the one up, two up thing going on over here with Steve Weeby attempting to break his Donkey Kong record again. You got an Avengers pinball right there. I mean, they don't have too many like mm. big games, but I know like um, later this month, I guess comic book nerds can look forward to uh, what was it, Deadpool? Oh yeah, Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, and then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows, which is yes. actually looking to be a decent. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. I didn't know they were making another game. Yeah, it looks awesome. What kind of game? Downloadable one, Xbox Live and PlayStation. It's like a beat up. It's 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 like an old, it's an old brawler. Yeah, like the 2007. Yeah, beat up guys. It looks awesome. That's awesome. I wish that were here, but I think this weekend is just about like talking with celebrities, having a good time. I mean, Denver Comic Con's really expanded since last year. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe we got the (laughs) shack. I I can't believe you know. I was just me and Brad were talking like the space between us now and where everything else is is like tripled. Like last year, everything felt like it was so on top of us, and yeah, uh, it's great. So I don't know. I remember if I asked you this last year. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Um, Do you have a favorite video game? I have several. I I don't even know, like, where to begin. I mean, like, I could talk about the old school days, like Tempest and Mm -hmm. Dragon's Lair. Talk about, like, new stuff now that I can't get enough of, like Bioshock Infinite, which is amazing. Yeah. And I always have a place in my heart to play Doom. I don't know why. You know, I'll sit down and play Doom for a couple hours and I'll be happy. I loved Final Doom on uh, PlayStation 1. It took forever to load, but, man, I loved that game. (laughs) I know. You just really got into something like that. And, um, you know, I got my guilty pleasures, too. I'll play You Don't Know Jack. Yeah. That's a good trivia game to really piss people off to. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm one of those guys. I like everything, uh, but if someone asks me what my favorite game is, it always be Super Mario Brothers. I think it's because all my memories with it, you know. See, for me, it's Super Mario Brothers three. I Very actually cool. remember the first time I played it. It wasn't at home. It was in a Play Choice ten in a laundromat. <laughs> one time I played it from like two p.m. to ten p.m. just to get everything, like putting in quarters and all that. Because you know, you always had to, like you play twenty five cents to play like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. God, it cost me like maybe. Sixty-five dollars to finish wow. the game today, and then I bought it still after it came out. Like on the NES, I was like, yeah, I'm playing it all over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to. You know, I I found out that the Super Mario Brothers arcade game mm-hmm. is different than the Super Mario Brothers on Nintendo. It's a lot harder on oh, yeah. the arcade because they want you to put those quarters right. in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess they didn't want you to be too ticked off in the home version. But see, there's another thing too. Like Super Mario Brothers 2, The Lost Levels. Oh, my It was gosh. released originally in Japan. It was harder. It was incredibly oh. harder. It never even came out in the U.S. until just recently when they released it for the Wii U Virtual Console. Well, no, regular Wii U Virtual Console, then the 3DS. And it's still tough as nails. Oh, yeah. Me and uh, Brad, we tried to beat it for the longest time because it was... Uh uh, what was it? Uh, Super Mario All Stars had a had it on there. Yeah, and uh, me and Brad tried to beat it. And I, hey Brad, you remember what level we got to? And eight one. We couldn't do it because at the end you're, you're like, "Fuck this game! This sucks!" God, I keep dying. Yes, stupid game. You have to jump to be so far. <laughs> and that was the first game that uh, had the Ouija do the like the little floaty. Uh, yeah, I jump. know. I know, but um, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's it's built for. I mean, back then, you know, there wasn't as nearly as hardcore an audience for NES games oh, as yeah. there are now. Because you like, you get by people say like, "Oh, Mega Man Three dominated my life," you know, or something like that. Now, nowadays, it's like you have the hardcore gamers who will go after that challenge like that. Mm-hmm. But then you still have these people like, "Oh, I beat this game in six hours." Oh, poop. You know? Yeah, it's those those people still exist. They're just all playing um, uh, with the Dark Souls. Yeah, they're all playing those Dark Souls games where it's just. It's just hard grind all they day like long. To punish and then, yeah, exactly. But it's still it's like out being there. In a marriage. Yeah. 
But you know, when you when you are a hardcore gamer, though, the stuff like uh, I love the new Tomb Raider. It's one of my favorite games I've played in a long yeah. time. But you can spend time with it. I mean, you can blast through it in probably I don't know ten, twelve hours. Yeah, but less I took, than that. I took my time. I was like, I'm gonna find everything. I'm gonna upgrade everything. I'm gonna go through all these goofy tombs and. Well, I love that stuff. Well, and when you get into it, then you're, you're, you're having so much fun shooting dudes in the face with arrows that that's all you want to do. You spend as much time lining up that shot, yeah. just making sure. And hit him in the head, too. Yeah. That's the shot that counts. Oh, man, it's so good. And then you got, like, stuff that's unlockable now. You got, like, stuff like um, Bioshock Infinite has a 1999 mode, which is ridiculous. Oh, man. Metro Last Light has the Ranger mode, which is equally ridiculous. You, like, almost suffocate to death if you're not careful. It's just, yeah. People who want hardcore play, they can find it. I yeah. mean, that's the yeah. cool thing. I think hardcore gaming has picked up quite a bit in that regard. But you still have these people like, I'll play uneasy because I don't want to wet my pants. No. Well, I think it depends on the game. Like I know yeah, when, no. when I when I sat down to play Bioshock Infinite, I I knew I could have I could have played it and beat it on hard. But I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna go through on normal first because especially a game like that where it's so story focused, I was like, you know what? They've they've uh, they've, they've worked so hard on this story and the, and the way that they're going to present it to me that I don't want my inability to beat the game to get in the, in the way of their story. So, uh. You know, and a lot of times, too, the I, I was reading an interview with the developers, and they said the hard levels on it, it's not balanced properly. Mm-hmm. Um, the game is made for it to be on normal. And so when you make it on the hard, it's not balanced properly. You know, when you have to shoot dudes in the head six times with an arrow on Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah. Man. So I'm still getting over the fact that there was a dude just a minute here just going over creepily looking over the candy bowl. <laughs> we well, had- everybody's always nervous. That I, I think they don't know. that. like, yeah, no, take some candy. Yeah. You know? uh, go, ahead, go ahead. We did Mile High Horror, and this one guy, was it Mile High Horror who was telling us how horrible we are? No, he didn't say how horror. He He's- came over and he was like, Do you, you guys know about like film reels, right? Like, you know, the, the film is dying. Everything yeah. should be sh- sh- shown on film. We're just like, oh my god! Yeah, he like seriously was like blasting us and eating all the candy we had. We're like, dude, <laughs> that's right, yeah, because he kept taking the candy. Yeah, like, dude, don't you just eat my candy. Well, yeah. this is <laughs> but I love, I love your candy. You guys don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's just so sad. Yeah. It's like the state of horror is terrible, but your candy is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Now, thanks for balancing that out. Really. Yeah. So, do you have a private interview set up with all these celebrities, um, or you just I'm make just, contact? I just make contact, and I'm, I'm supposed to like go to something tomorrow but i mean i'm just playing it by ear i mean this is one of those shows i don't have to worry about like at san diego comic-con you kind of have to be on time for everything but yeah. here it's a little more relaxed and everything like that i mean tomorrow is going to be a zoo but still and yeah. sunday is going to be ridiculous when william shatner is on the floor but yeah it's still gonna be a good time i think it's just a matter of the show is finding it's the right amount of growth it's not going crazy but it's expanding you know yeah. and, and i expect next year's show to be bigger maybe stan lee will come back who knows who yeah. knows it was it was funny because I know last year when it when it first opened, all of a sudden like the whole room was just filled with people. And here, when they opened, at first you couldn't even notice. Like there were just more people, you know. And now you look out there and you're like, okay, yeah, there's definitely people here. But it wasn't like last year where suddenly there were people standing two two inches in front of the table because they couldn't go anywhere else. I know. Well, tomorrow is going to be a lot more packed than today. Oh yeah. But still, I mean, it, I just like the way it's expanding. It's not to the point where it's like San Diego Comic Con, elbow to elbow, and you're waiting 20 minutes to walk past the WB booth or whatever. Yeah, I agree. Right. Yeah. Because I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> See, well, I. You're going to Comic Con? Oh, yeah, totally. They have an exclusive Jason figure there that I want so bad. Oh, yeah, I think I want the glow in the dark one yeah. from Friday the 13th. The video the game, game. The game, yeah. I saw that and I dropped, I dropped my mic that I was not holding when I saw that. But <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy with the collectibles you can get there. It really is. 
I want to just get like one of those big Pacific Rim posters. I already have one, and I want to get like the one where he's like stomping through the city. Oh yeah, because that movie's gonna be insane. I know. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, uh, you know, it's a movie I'm worried about connecting with audiences because it's I don't know. But like when I see the trailers, I'm like, I can't wait to see this movie. Yeah. It's robots and monsters fighting. How sweet is that? Yeah. Well, audiences are weird. I mean, it's like. Everybody thought Star Trek Into Darkness was a dud. You know, they, they, yeah. they didn't because they only made like $14 million less than the original. But I'm like, guys, it was a great sequel. Yeah. yeah. You mean, depending who saw it. Obviously, there's some people like, oh, why is Alicia Eve in her underwear or whatever? But still. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think I that's a, it was fair a great argument, sequel. It is a fair argument, but still. Eh, I thought it was a great sequel. space suit, guys. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, whatever. But, I mean, some people are just like worried about like, how, how Pacific Rim is going to draw. I'm just going to go and enjoy myself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, know? you yeah. have to. It's Guillermo del Toro. You I mean, it's like, come on, it's not like it's going to be crap. Yeah. It'll oh, make yeah. some of money like Hellboy and Hellboy 2 made. It'll be modest. It won't be a huge success, but it'll make something. Come on. Uh, you yeah. Do, yeah, it's one that I hope that's big because he wants to make another one. And yeah. anytime you have big monsters fighting, I'm. Oh, yeah. See, it's oh, my, my, my biggest fear about the movie is that I've already seen all the really cool Guillermo del Toro monster designs. Like, <laughs> I'm yeah, really. I'm, he I'm hits a guy with a battleship. He's doing more with a battleship in five seconds than the entire movie a battleship did with battleship. <laughs> that's that's oh. a point right there. Yeah. Maybe if any right. movie bombs this summer, I really hope it's After Earth because M. Night Shyamalan needs to stop making movies. Oh, oh man. Me and James I, had a, a commentary off about uh, signs and how horrible it is. Yeah, yeah. How great it is. That movie is fantastic. Fantastic. It's so bad Will Smith yeah. actually rewrote his character to be dead so he didn't feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just. Yeah. I don't know how M. Night Shyamalan keeps making movies. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, uh, the first four are good. Uh, the Straight first up. two. The first four are good. The first two, and then you got Last Airbender. Yeah. Last Airbender is appalling. Last Airbender should never have been made like that. That was Ooh. just a movie. It's like, I can't watch it unless I'm drunk and listening to riff tracks behind me. Yeah. <laughs> did they do one of that? They did. Oh, man. And it's amazing. I might have to find that, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So, Robert, where can we find you online? Where can uh, we... You well, can... F- um, uh, Twitter.com slash the DCD. T-H-E-D-C-D. It stands for Dreamcast Drunkard, but... I just call myself DCD to keep it simple and clean, I guess. <laughs> uh, Facebook, Robert Workman. And I work um, at GamerUp TV, but I also do stuff for Prima Games, Tech News Daily, and GameZone. What do you cool. do for Prima? Prima, I put together uh, strategic previews and just specials. Like, just the other day, we did uh, Best Disney Games of All Time. Oh, cool. Uh, like, Kingdom Hearts, both versions of Aladdin to avoid argument from Twitter. You know, they were all Dude, over the, it. the Genesis Aladdin is amazing, though. It is, it is amazing, but the Super NES version isn't too shabby either. It isn't. I think the Genesis yeah. is better, but it's still good. And I mean, they're it, both pretty good. And, of course, I had mentioned DuckTales because the new oh, one's coming dude, out. Come yeah. on. You know? DuckTales. Darkwing Duck is great. Yeah, Darkwing Duck's cool, too. That, I think, just barely missed the list because I had to put Kingdom Hearts or I would have been lynched. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, that's the way it is. Because, yeah. uh, you know, people nowadays are like, whoa, what's, uh, what's Darkwing Duck? <laughs> really? And die Come a on. little. I got yeah. a Darkwing Duck shirt that says, I'm the goddamn Darkwing Duck. I'm wearing it tomorrow. <laughs> no, you should. And I then, will. Uh, I'll be jealous. I yes, love I'll Darkwing. wear it and I'll, I'll come out, I'll grin, then I'll take, I'll, I'll creepily look in your candy bowl and I'll, <laughs> and I'll walk away. The, the, then we know that you've really. Then, you know, Robert's really arrived again. Oh, that's great. <laughs> well, no, that's just some creepy guy in a Darkwing Duck uh, At least he's shirt, not masked. And... Yeah, it's Robert. Yeah. <laughs> Where's it going? <laughs> well, thanks for having me on the show, oh, guys. Oh, anytime. If you're, you know, if you're bored tomorrow and you're like, I'll hey. I'll stop by tomorrow. Yeah, I'll tell how awesome Kelly who is and tell her, hey, hey I love you, you should, Friday the 13th Part 8. You should tell her to come on Real Nerds Podcast because the host, Ryan, loved her in Friday the 13th Part 8. <laughs> I'll tell Especially her. Especially when she was killed on the dance floor. You know, she'll probably come by and throw water in your face. and I'll be, <laughs> You know what? And I'll take that, too. Just make sure we have the camera ready. Oh, I'll have a camera. Don't worry. Sweet. Well, thanks, thanks, Robert. Guys. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. As Thank always. You, Robert. See you guys soon.
Thank you for listening to the interviews we conducted at Denver Comic Con 2013. This has been a Nebulous Visions production. Thanks for listening. Bye. Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us at real underscore nerds. You can email us even, realnerds at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Hey, stream us on Stitcher. You want to call us? 720-6Nerds5. And download us on iTunes. Just search Real Nerds. Thank you, Joe Kempter, for the wonderful voiceover. And also, Spark Mandrill, for the wonderful late-night jazz-smooth sounds of movies. You can find them on SoundCloud. This has been a Nebulous Visions production.